How's it going, everybody? This is me again, your host, Chewy, and I want to welcome everyone to another installment of the podcast titled Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. And I am fortunate that I am joined once again by our co-host, Monica. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How's it been, Monica? It's been good. It's been good? Yeah. That's... Um, I, I, I thought I was getting COVID, but I got checked and I didn't, so yay. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely good, my friend. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that is good news. Stay safe out there, everyone, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, work has been, eh, you know, the, the usual kind of like, well, not the usual, but people are buying presents for Christmas, so it's a little bit more crowded than I wish it was. <laughs> yeah. So but other than that, it's been pretty good. I mean, everything's mm-hmm. A-OK-ish for the most part. Uh, so I want to remind our listeners that we have our Facebook under Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. We have our Instagram under Myths Behind LGDS. Our Twitter is the same as the Instagram, Myths Behind LGDS. And you can also email us at MythsBehindLegends at gmail.com. All right, and our Linktree is also under Myths Behind LGDS. And Linktree for the uninitiated in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like basically a collection of links that relate to our podcast. So it's a, a one page where you can find links to different things that we um, publish. Like, for example... Well, we don't publish uh, like the YouTube horror playlist. Uh-huh. We compiled that for the audience. It has a whole bunch of heavy metal songs, game themes, movie soundtrack songs, etc. Uh, that stuff is, again, also under Myths Behind LGDS. And our website, uh, official website, unofficial. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is uh, get your Alexa ready. Myths hyphen behind hyphen legends dot MailChimpSites.com So after that tongue twister <laughs> I gotta take a sip of my trusty beer here By the way, I'm drinking uh, The Trooper Beer by the Heavy metal band Iron Maiden If you're not familiar with them, you should listen to them oh, well, <laughs> uh, Actually, like a whole bunch of metal artists Make wine and beer and stuff like that Yeah, I have tried this before uh, at uh, Remember Roosevelt's? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, the, there's like a little hipster bar, and it's, it's pretty cool. So they had this a while back, and I, I tried it maybe like two, three years ago, and then after that I never had it, and I found a, a four-pack at Fellman's, which is like a local local huh? ugh, liquor store. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm drinking that right now. Uh, it's pretty good. I like it. Nice. It's a reddish, woodish beer. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> It's not an IPA. I mean, IPAs are okay, but I gotta be in the mood for them, and I can't have more than like two because then that aftertaste kind of gets to me. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how I used to be too. Um, but like, my boyfriend really likes IPAs, IPAs, so I've been like trying out different ones, and I've there's there's some that they're not too hoppy, dude, like or, or too bitter, and they don't have like aftertaste. There's um one one that we get a lot is the Lagunitas. Yeah. Wait, is it Lagunitas? Yeah, and then um. There's another one that we have in the fridge right now, but I can't, I'm pretty sure it's the Lagunitas, but I can't remember. But I mean, those are really good. And and you, it took it took a while to find the right ones um, because yeah, at first I didn't like them either. I was just like, Ugh. like the the good thing about them is that they're strong, mm-hmm. but like I couldn't I couldn't deal with the bitterness because um, I'm a Guinness person, you know, like I love Guinness. Yes. It's my stuff. That's my favorite <laughs> beer. Um, but yeah. You know, you just got to try a little bit of them every now and then just to kind of get used to it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, just uh, before we close up this little alcoholic tangent here. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, there was this place that we used to hang out at, uh, not you and me, but like a, a group of friends and myself, this before I met you. Mm -hmm. uh, it was called Game House. Uh, oh, I remember the, the Game infamous, The infamous Game oh, House. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, a whole bunch of uh, questionable incidents happened there. <laughs> it not exist anymore. Uh, shooting, stabbings, people serving I mean, water. I mean, but uh, it was a really fun place, guys. <laughs> it was, it was. It had a little bit of everything. It was... It was, it was it was really cool. It had three sections. They had like the, like the main section, and then they had like an outdoor little patio which had like uh, pool tables, and they had a back section that had all these other games like hockey tables and stuff like air hockey, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they also had a whole bunch of arcade machines and stuff like that. So it, it was, uh, you know, you got to drink and, and also let the, the child in you have some fun too. Yeah, <laughs> too. So you they were playing they would play music videos all the time. It was it was nice, man. Yeah. It, it, but of course, we can't have nice things in the no, valley. <laughs> can't because somebody will come in with a gun and shoot someone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, this is Texas, by the way. Uh, but <laughs> well, my point was, uh, it was one time we were hanging out, and they used to sell pictures of Guinness, and uh, and Guinness, oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like like mini pictures, you know, like so it was yeah. maybe like a pint and a half or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I, I would drink those, you know, they were like eight bucks, which was a great deal. Yeah. That's what I would get too. Yeah. This one time, I, I was drinking that, and, and I, I, I looked real cool, like just holding a little pitcher, uh -huh. <laughs> and just walking around like, well, you know, all, all badass and everything. And some this girl comes up to me like, "What are you drinking?" And I was like, "It's uh, it's Guinness." She's like, "I thought you were drinking Coke." <laughs> it looks so black, dude. It's super dark. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "No, it's beer." And she's like, "How is it? I've never had it." And I was like, "Well, you want to do you want to try it?" And she's like, mm, "I don't know." And so I, she had like a little sip, and she like Ugh, made like a face, and it was like. Yeah. But yeah, that was my little Guinness anecdote. Ah. That's the reaction I would always get. So my friends, uh, they would all drink like Michelob and like Budweiser. So when huh. I came in with my Guinness, they'd be like, Ugh, what, what is that? <laughs> they'd be trying to be like, dude, this tastes disgusting. Like, it's like, it's it's so heavy and like, it's thick. And I'm like, well, and, and I think, so the reason why I like it so much is because it has like a little like chocolate coffee aftertaste, you know, uh -huh. like, and I, I love that. Also, it's very strong, so like, I mean, it wouldn't take too much to get me buzzed, and and that's what they didn't like. They're like, ugh, it tastes like like oh, warm, warm. I will say, it tastes horrible. <laughs> As any beer does. No, it's gross. Um, but like, but it, I mean, it's really good beer. It's nice, and I, I remember those pictures. I couldn't hold it with one hand because they're so heavy, dude. I yeah. would have to like both hands to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have a picture. I don't know where it's at, but like a friend took a picture of me drinking one like like this. <laughs> <laughs> like dull-handed? Like, yeah, dull-handed, like lifting it up, like, uh, it looked, and I used to be really skinny back then, so my head was small, and like me with the giant picture, <laughs> like, like, yeah. The picture was, was bigger than your head? It was, it, but it was, it was good, man. I, I, I miss that. I'm, I'm getting like, uh, what's the, what's the word? Nostalgic, you know, like. Oh, yeah, man. Um, this is what, like, maybe like six, seven years ago, maybe, that this place opened? Uh, I think they've been closed for about three years already, or two years, I'm yeah. not sure. I think it's, yeah, I think it's been longer than that, though. I think it's been, like, five years, because huh. that happened, I was, like, uh, maybe, like, 26 or 20, I want to say 26, 27, when, when the shootings happened. Yeah. That huh. they closed it down. And I didn't even know they had closed it. Like, it, it took me a while, because I used to always go to, um... Cigar bar and it's like right across the street. Yeah. Uh huh. One time I was like, oh, let's go to let's go to Game House after, and they're like, dude, like, it doesn't, it's closed. I'm like, what do you mean it's closed? Like, like they closed today? Like, no, like forever. And I was like, oh, 
No. Yeah, and you you be well. It's not. Uh, it's funny, I guess, because they made it into like this church thing now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like some sort of like uh, I don't want to say a cult, but <laughs> like they have like a weird logo and it's like the church of whatever. And then, and I was like, okay, that that's interesting. Wow, they were like, this place needs Jesus. <laughs> yeah, between all the shootings and stabbings. Um, <laughs> and yeah. for anyone wondering why we're talking about stuff like this, <laughs> well, uh, what are we talking about today, by the way, that relates to this? Because there's a scene in the movie that in which oh, yeah. the, the, they have all these like little indulgence <laughs> party thing. So, so we're, we watched Gremlins this week. And in yeah, like like Chewie said, one of the scenes they're at a bar and these guys are getting loaded and like it's it's hilarious, like <laughs> it's really funny. Um, but yeah, they're all drinking beer. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I guess it it, de it definitely matches. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to make a little connection there because uh, we we're yeah. kind of going off on a little, a little... <laughs> yeah, a little trip. But yeah, I mean, like uh, that's that's one of the, the my favorite scenes in the movie. But yeah. Uh, so we're right back with the movie discussion about Gremlins. Yes. Okay, Monica, so as has uh, become a tradition somewhat in season two of our podcast here, we start off the first segment with somewhat of a movie critique. A movie critique, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already getting drunk from that one beer that I've had. Uh, no. yes. But yeah, we, we start with a movie critique, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, just a couple of things that I want to mention real quick. Uh, the movie Gremlins, like we mentioned in, in the first segment, it's one of my favorite movies. I remember watching it when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I, uh, this movie came out the year that I was born, 1984, so that gets me all teary-eyed. <laughs> uh, so it, it's pretty nostalgic for me. Uh, I never, I, I mean, obviously I didn't see it when I was a, a, an infant, or you know. <laughs> I mean, the first time that I saw it, though, I was pretty young. I think I was like six or seven. Oh, so wow. So it was like in the early 90s, and of course, like everything growing up in Mexico, I saw it in Spanish. Yeah. You know, so in Spanish, the Gremlins sounded all like weird and funny, you know, uh -huh. so like, eh, like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they have kind of like funny voices in the English version too, but in Spanish they sound really weird. Uh-huh. Basically, any movie that I remember watching when I was at that age gives me a lot of nostalgia, this being one of them. I mean, I, I hadn't seen this movie in maybe about a year or so, maybe two years, uh -huh. before we did the episode, so I, I felt it was time to watch it again. And, of course, I was in love with Phoebe Cates, the, the, the girl. Of course. <laughs> uh... She, she was Bay when I was like seven because I wanted to marry right. her. She, I, I mean, when, when I was that age, I didn't think about anything naughty. I was just like, oh, that girl's so pretty. I want to marry her. Like, yeah, <laughs> like oh, innocent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's because she reminded me of, of my my kindergarten crush. Aww. <laughs> I mean, she didn't look like her that much. Maybe a little bit because they both had kind of like like that lighter skin tone. Uh, -huh. uh But my kindergarten crush. I, I, I'm ashamed to say that I forgot her name already. <laughs> well, it's been a long time. So. I, well, she, it's because we always called her by this unique nickname, and I forget the nickname too, by the way. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> I, I remember if I was confused if, if, if that was her real name for a while, but it turned out that I found out it was a nickname. But anyways, uh, 
Uh, yeah, because she was like really kind of like like this kind of the same personality, I guess, kind of like uh, funny and like cutesy kind of girl. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I fell in love when I was seven with <laughs> this movie actress. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but uh, I mean, going into the movie now, uh, basically, I, I, it's very stereotypical of Christmas. Uh, snow, the Christmas carols, the lights, everything. Yeah. Uh, I really feel like the small town has is like a really cool place that I would like to visit. Okay. I don't know about you. I mean, I definitely want to check out that bar. I mean, it seems pretty cool. <laughs> <It's> lit. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, especially with the grandness. Uh, but I, I don't know about you, but like every time that I see a small town like that, like in a movie, like it always kind of makes me want to visit it. Yeah. For like somehow, like uh, maybe I mean I I have this like bohemian fantasy about going into a small town and like getting everybody there gets to know me and I become like this like stranger that conquered the town <laughs> <laughs> or a lifetime movie basically <laughs> right like the hallmark christmas movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh i mean yeah that i mean but but seriously like i i do feel like if this town existed i would want to visit it like in real life you know yeah uh, i don't know if it's a real town or if they just built the, the sets like to look like a town they probably did this, just that i mean yeah yeah i thought it's a real town yeah back then i feel like everything was it's different than it than how they film things now. Like, uh, most of the stuff was was on set, really. I think yeah. you can tell too when you look back. Like, you can tell that stuff isn't. It's not an actual town. Yeah. So, uh, kind of like the, the town in Back to the Future too. I would like to visit yeah. that place if, if that place is real. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, the characters. I mean, I I want to say they're believable. Also, for the most part, I mean they. The main family is basically the cliche core family, the the dad, the hardworking dad, the stay-at-home mom, the hardworking son that's like kind of up and coming in, in, into his own life. The townspeople, they look like people that you could meet in, in real life in a small town. The practical effects, I, I think they look pretty good for their time. Right, I agree. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is 35, 36 years ago, and for the time, I believe the, the practical effects, they're not CGI. No. Which... There's a rumor, by the way, that they're going to do a, a Gremlins 3. Because there's a sequel to this movie. The, the sequel came out a few years after this, and it's a completely different movie. It's kind of uh -huh. like, think of it like scary movie. It, it's like a movie that parodies the first movie, but it, like in, in a scary movie style, like they, they make fun of, of itself, of, of themselves. Okay, yeah. You know? uh, and after, uh, that wasn't that successful. And I, I, I like part two, but I don't like it as much as part one. I can't remember if I've seen it or not. So, for the most part, the that unsuccessfulness of that movie kind of killed the, the franchise, whatever. But yeah. there's been talk for about a year or two already that I've been kind of hearing through the grapevine. That they're thinking of doing a Gremlins 3. And they want to do the effects with puppets and practical effects. They don't want to do CGI, which is awesome. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Because CGI Gremlins would look cartoonish. <clears throat> yes, for sure. Um, What do you think might be one of the main themes of the movie, just in general? Like, without getting too fancy or critical or just you know what is a, a basic theme that you think they talk about or they explore well follow the rules man like and don't take things that you don't know anything about <laughs> basically <laughs> i think that hits a nail on the head pretty much um I, I i agree with you i think it's a cautionary tale kind of just follow the rules and and if you don't understand something don't mess it up <laughs> yeah because at the very end, the old man that owned the the gremlin in the beginning, he comes back and picks it up again, takes it home. Yeah. And he says a line, something along the the way of or the lines of, "Humankind's not ready to handle the gifts that we have, 
and you know you guys don't take the time to actually learn how to use or appreciate these gifts you know mm -hmm. <clears throat> so one of the characters that stand out that stands out for me the most is uh, the biatch landlady oh my god the karen <laughs> yes <laughs> the old karen what do you think of, of her and her fate in this movie do you think she deserved it yeah she was a horrible person like <laughs> who, who goes to somebody's workplace to talk crap about their dog and then basically insinuates that they would love to kill them a dog yeah a dog like a dog that has no control over its impulses really like it's a freaking dog and just because it's like destroying material things like this lady was crazy like i i i hated her i can't believe that she and then of course she was a cat person yeah like yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean and you know cats are awesome but like this lady was like and she was like she was like a landlady too right she like mm -hmm. and she and she basically like was super selfish a horrible human being like only cared about herself and her cats like making other people's lives miserable so yeah she deserved to you know be thrown out that window and like <laughs> probably she died i hope she died you no know, she, she did she did it well it's, it's heavily implied that she did because i mean she was yeah. launched from like a second story window into the street right. so <laughs> yeah 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 through like that that little uh staircase chair elevator system thing whatever Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, she's a cat person, but I, I, that does not condone her in my book. She's a horrible person. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, and, and cat people out there. Uh, I'm a cat person and I'm awesome. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, she would go to the bank and like cut everyone in line and just like move everybody out of the way because she wants to like talk to somebody yeah. and it's like, oh, come on, Karen. Entitled woman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I agree with you that, that, uh, she did deserve her fate. Um, yeah. And I, I laugh every time I see it happen. I mean, I know it's going to happen, but I always laugh. <laughs> when I, I see the little, like, cart flying out the window. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of a scene in a different Spielberg movie, like uh, E.T., when they, like... Uh, I, I actually have never seen E.T. in full, by the way, just full disclaimer. What? But everyone knows that scene where they, they like, jump and they, like, the, their silhouette kind of, like, goes over oh, yeah. the moon, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, this scene doesn't happen quite like that, but it kind of feels to me like a, it's a throwback to that. Okay. Because there's a couple of other Easter eggs that I noticed, and I hadn't noticed this before, just uh, right now that I started, that I watched it for the podcast. Wait, this movie is after, uh, E.T.? I believe so. Okay. I think E.T.'s from like 82 or 83. Maybe. Oh, I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but... Yeah. But uh, it's from the same time, and I, I think E.T. happened a year or two before this. Maybe I have my dates shaken up, whatever, but I, I do think that E.T. came first. Uh-huh. Uh, but it made me think of this because uh, I noticed a couple of Easter eggs. In the beginning, there's a, there's a poster for, I, I think it's uh, a lawyer or something, but the imagery and the font looks like Indiana Jones. Okay. Uh, which is another Spielberg movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's a scene at the bar when like the douche banker, uh, that's like, uh -huh. uh, like, trying to hit on on the guy's girlfriend. Yeah. That's hey, come come to see my new apartment, whatever. And the chick's like, no, screw you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've never, I didn't even see your old apartment. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, the guy was douchey, but thankfully he wasn't in the movie for too long. Yeah. Uh, but he orders his drink shaken, not stirred, which is the way that James Bond orders his drinks. Right, that's true. <laughs> so th that's another little Easter egg. And then the last one that I noticed, and I'm sure there's more, but I, I, this is the only three that I noticed before. 
there is a little nod to the invasion of the body snatchers because that's the movie he's watching when he falls asleep. Okay. And the gremlins like eat his little watch apart. They, they tear the watch apart, whatever, or the the clock. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Uh, He's watching that movie, and in, the, in that movie, the finals, he's watching the ending, the final scenes, the guy, oh, they're coming for you, you're next, ah, whatever, like. Yeah. Uh, and it, Billy, the, you know, the, the the kid, or the, the guy in the movie, he kind of has that same little role when he tries to warn the sheriffs. Like, oh, oh yeah. like, oh, you wait, know, wait, wait, it's true. Yeah, yeah, you gotta believe me, they're coming for us, and this and that, and the guy's like, ha, 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 whatever, like. Yeah. <laughs> they just laugh him off, which is pretty, basically what happens in the other movie, too. No. I thought it was pretty messed up that these cops are drinking on the job. Like, like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, we're just putting some bourbon in our coffee. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Like, wow. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm not trying to justify them, but it is a small town. And they, they probably the, the most action they see is, like, somebody's window gets broken by an accident true. or something. Like, mm-hmm. So, um... I am ready to give this movie my personal rating. What do you give this rating, Monica? Or, or what rating do you give this movie? Sorry. I, lo- I love this movie. Like, it's it's one of my favorite movies. Um, and I and I always get confused with Critters. Have you seen that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I honestly, like, for a second there, I was like, is that the one we're watching or watching? Okay, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I I mean, I, I, give this, I give this a 10, dude. I, I This is a great movie. Honestly. Awesome. You know what? I was going to go a little low. Uh-huh. Well, not super low, but... I was going to go with an 8, but uh, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to go up to a 10. Yeah. Uh, and my units this time are 8, or sorry, 10 out of 10 mutated mugwise. Nice. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you got any final comments before we move on to the academic segment for tonight? Mm, uh, every time I watch this movie, I just think about Furbies. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure... I, I think they came out around the same time that this movie came out, right? I'm not sure how old Furbies are, to be honest. I, yeah. I first noticed the Furby craze when I was, like, in high school. And that was, like, in 90, 98. Yeah. 98, I, 99. Elementary. Er, yeah. I, I mean, the, the, movies, the movies from the 80s. But I don't know if Furbies were around in the 80s here in the States. Yeah. and that, Because I, I in Mexico, that's when they broke out, like, around the, the late 90s, you know, so... Let me check our trusty handy dandy. <laughs> because as Monica's doing that, uh, I'll give you one of my stories. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, growing up in Mexico, we always got everything uh, a few years too late after you guys. 1998. 98? Yeah. Okay, so I, I guess I was right, huh? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, just real quick. Uh, that's why I, I think when I saw the movie Grammys when I was about six years old, this is like 1990, 91. Yeah. That was when the movie was being premiered in Mexico. Okay. Like, like not for, like, I mean, obviously it had been in the theaters before that, but that was, that was when it was premiered for er- everyone to see it, like, and public public access TV or cable or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. So, and, and we got it in Spanish, you know. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So, having covered all of those random topics <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on to our academic segment guys so stick around for that
Alright, Monica, the time has come for our infamous academic segment. <laughs> In which we give like some sort of uh, explanation or, or I don't know what to call it. What? A little a little analysis. Analysis? Why yeah. am I saying that? Yeah. <laughs> analysis, yeah, I, I say that's that's the right word, I guess. Uh, so yeah, for first time listeners, this is where we kind of do like a little like real life parallel to the topic of the movie. Mm-hmm. And w- when you think of gre- gremlins, Monica, what comes to your mind without looking up anything right now, just kind of on the spot right now? Furbies. Furbies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- their appearance is similar. It is, yeah. Right? They, they look kind of furry with big ears and big eyes. Yeah, and it's just like the the, the the actual mogwai. Like when it turns into like the the gremlin, you know, like the the weird monster thingy. Yeah, that's that's something else. It's like something from space, you know. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about that in the next segment because I I did notice that the change in appearance. It's it's a big change. Yeah. Uh, but gremlins really uh they're kind of like an older concept, I guess. Um, uh-huh. I knew about this in some sense because I would watch cartoons when I was a little kid. Uh, Bugs Bunny, they had like an episode about gremlins. Uh, this, I, I remember him looking like some sort of like weird little alien creature with like a little like flyer, like pilot helmet, like from the 20s, you know? Okay. Uh, that one that kind of looks like they have, they have pigtails kind of like dangling from their sides and they have like uh-huh. a visor that they use, they, they cover their eyes with. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that creature looked kind of like that, but it also had like wings or something. I don't know. I, I'm just kind of trying to remember this from memory, and it's been years since I saw that little episode or that cartoon, whatever, from, from Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Uh, but that's how I the first time you know that I watched that, and then of course the movie. But uh, I also, as I I got older, I realized that Gremlins is kind of like a weird uh, phenomenon or concept or th- that that uh, started becoming popular in the British Air Force. Okay. No, I did not know that. (laughs) It's kind of a weird origin, right? Like you would think this maybe like some sort of like like prehistoric or something like that. But uh, basically, uh, I'm getting this information from HistoryNet.com, by the way. Uh, So I'm kind of just kind of go down their list of of points here, and and the article is really like long and informative, and I'm just kind of paraphrasing their their main points here. Uh, but basically, the the earliest references to gremlins, as far as uh, the British Air Force, happened in like around the nineteen late nineteen ten, so like nineteen eighteen, nineteen seventeen, uh, and they claim to have been uh, you know the, the people that reported seeing them or, or encountering them as mysterious or malicious spirits whose purpose in life was to bring about as many possible of the inexplicable mishaps in which uh, trouble an airman's life. Okay. So gremlins are creatures that uh, British pilots believed would mess up their planes on purpose to kind of get them to crash or to get them into accidents or, or to get themselves shut down by any pilots, you know? Jesus. Uh, so that's why they, they were pretty, like, feared, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, there's, like, this uh, point here in which they say that it wasn't until 1922 that anyone dared mention their name. Like, it was, like, forbidden to say the word gremlin because they thought it was bad luck. Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's how scared of these things they were. Like, they were afraid that saying, oh, I saw, the, the, I hope I don't catch a gremlin in my plane, whatever. Like, they were going to, like, get shut down or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. They, Damn. Yeah, they, they thought it was bad luck. And, 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 you know, a couple of accidents, you know, one, one specifically happened in 1923. They 
literally on the report blamed the gremlins for the accident. This guy's like, no, the gremlins made the crash. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, imagine that, like, as a supervisor or, like, some sort of, like, sergeant and, or, or whatever <laughs> the category is. Like, so you're telling me this creature made you crash. <laughs> it's yeah. It's a little tiny creature. Thanks for evaluated before you were admitted to the <laughs> I know, right? Like, uh, maybe you gotta get some, uh, psychological no. testing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, basically, yeah, the pilots would describe them as, as little people that tinkered with their components of the aircraft, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, they describe them as being between green or blue-skinned with okay. uh, large feet that had suction grips because that, uh, well, that would allow them to walk in the wings of the planes without falling. Wow. So they went all out with the description, dude. It wasn't just like, yeah. oh, I thought I saw this like furry creature. Like, no, this, oh, you know what? This thing is blue and it's wearing these kind of clothes and it's got like suction cups in its little feet so it doesn't fall when I'm flying at, you know, 200 miles an hour in the air, whatever. Like. Wow. That's very, very, very detailed. <laughs> so another thing they describe again is, is they, they, they said that they saw them wearing vintage can you okay so so this little creature is wearing like like a vintage pilot uniform kind of thing oh, <laughs> so uh, uh but they did mention that clothing was optional so i guess some some gremlins were a little bit more risque, risque. And, yeah they, they, <laughs> they went au natural for, for oh, God. <laughs> they were, were what's exhibitionists <laughs> yeah exhibitionist gremlins you know they, they they're flashers yeah. or whatever <laughs> And uh, as far as the origin of, of the word gremlin, the etymology, mind you, this is the academic term, etymology. Repeat with me. Uh, etymology. <laughs> etymology. So basically the origin of this word, it's debatable, but some people say that it comes from either Old English, in which the word, uh, I hope I'm saying this correctly, by the way, I'm just reading this, the phonetic spelling is Graham or Gramian, uh -huh. which is uh, something that annoys you. Uh, okay. And then there's other languages, for example, the Irish Gaelic, and I hope I don't offend our, our Irish audience here. <laughs> but uh, I, I believe the way they pronounce that word is, is a gramen. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, and that means, or translates in, into current English, into uh, an ill-tempered little fellow. Okay. It reminds me of myself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only ill-tempered if people get on my nerves. Um, and then, of course, uh, there's another possible origin of this word, which is from German, which uh -huh. the word Gramlein, which translates into something saying like a uh, small grief okay. or a little bit of grief, if that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. And then this this last explanation goes a little bit too far out, I think. it's th There was a British brewery in the, in the 1860s okay. that was called Fremlins. And some people said that they were somehow connected to this brewery. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't know. They, they don't really say where the connection is, but they just mentioned that they, some people thought the brewery was connected to the war, to the creatures, you know? Interesting. So, I don't, I don't know what you think about that. I mean, it just makes me think of, like, duendes, you know? Like, I don't know if you've ever seen those videos where they show, like, this little creature just kind of coming out of the, of the corners or the walls or whatever. And like just like making people's like, like stealing socks or like breaking things and like freaking people out basically. And I've seen a lot of these in like that take place like in Mexico. I don't mm -hmm. know if that's where these things come from if they're real or whatever, but that's what I think of. Like all the stuff that you're talking about, like it just makes me think of like little like duendes. Cause like there's people who like seriously believe in these things. 
one of my cousins says he's seen them, you know, has he seen the Duendes. As sure as anything, you know, like, we actually did see them. That's how my cousin talks about these Duendes. So it's just, like, crazy. Uh, it's funny you bring that up because I've never seen the Duende, but I've heard people talk about him. Uh-huh. And again, yeah, like, like you say, mainly from Mexico. Yeah. My cousin, he lives in a city that's maybe like a three or four hour drive from where, where I'm at right now. In uh-huh. Mexico, like, you know, going south into Mexico. Yeah. And when I was younger, they used to live in a different house than they do than they live in now. Uh, but in that old house, they had a, like a gate, like an iron gate that they would move to the, or open up so that their cars in, like a garage kind of thing. Yeah. And... Uh, the main door was was in that section, but also often uh, to one side they had like like a guest bathroom or something, like a toilet. Okay. And my cousin would say that he would see like a little duende walking in and out of that of that little bathroom, you know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I never saw him, but he, that he would always tell me that that uh, hey man, don't use that bathroom because there's, I, I, there's a duende there, you know, and he likes to like poke you and stuff like that. And I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like uh, what are you on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, like like you say, I, I have heard mostly people from Mexico talk about doing this. Charles Lindbergh, the famous uh, pilot that crossed the Atlantic Ocean in his plane by himself, uh-huh. uh, he described what he thought was an encounter with a gremlin. What? Uh, I, I had no idea about this. I, I don't know if it's true or not. I'm just reporting what was written in his webpage. So hopefully, you know, if it's not correct, and somebody out there, please correct us. Yeah. He was quoted as saying this, uh, this is the following thing. Uh, the fuselage behind me becomes filled with ghostly presences, uh, transparent, moving, riding weightless in the plane. And then he's like, I felt no surprise. Without turning my head, I saw them clearly. And he's like, these phantoms speak with human voices. They're friendly, vapor-like shapes. They're able to vanish and appear at will. To pass through the walls of the fuselage as though there were no walls there. Huh. Now, keep in mind, this guy is flying by himself across the ocean, and it took him like a day to fl- or longer to fly across the ocean. Yeah. <clears throat> so he might have been hallucinating because he's tired and sleepless. Yeah. He, he, didn't, he didn't get to sleep, mind you, you know, so. But uh, that, that was his reported... Dude, these people are like way up in the air, you know, like when you're up there, I mean, there's all types of stuff going on. The oxygen is different. When they do those little flips, you know, people pass out. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, like, they probably are hallucinating because there's all this <laughs> stuff going on and probably they're tired, you know, if this kid didn't sleep at all. Like, that's probably why they see these things because as much as I want to believe that they exist, <laughs> I mean, come on, like, I, I feel like they're just hallucinations and, like, people just kind of, like, <laughs> making sense of what the that goes wrong that they can't explain. Or couldn't prevent. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I want to think the same way that you do. Maybe it's just like some sort of like the, the shortage of oxygen or something that kind of makes yeah, you exactly. see stuff that you think is there. Uh, but they actually made posters like for the British Air Force, like the old timey posters that from the 40s from World War Two. Yeah. In which you would see like, be careful with the gremlins. And you see like this little like tiny little man trying to make people trip and stuff like that and, <laughs> oh, wow. and the posters like, so beware the gremlins, whatever. And I was like, I don't know. Oh, uh, get some of those pictures from from I, I think i find them on wikipedia yeah uh, but I'll, I'll put some of those up on, on, on the instagram or whatever you know uh-huh so people can see them because they they I, I was running are these real but yeah apparently they're real posters made by the royal air force from england <laughs> yeah 
you know, warning people of, of gremlins and to be, be careful with their tools because they could get stolen. You know, it was, it's weird, man. Like, <laughs> it's not a gimmick. I mean, they did stuff like that, you know, like in the United States too, like during wars, like propaganda. I mean, like uh -huh. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Like it just became a thing. I mean, I just find it weird that if it is propaganda, like they would be like, hey, be careful with your tools because the gremlins can steal them or like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the gremlin is the drunk guy that walks around <laughs> stealing crap from <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> There's been references to gremlins in this sense of the word, in the sense of uh, like the airplane trouble, yeah, causing gremlins. Uh, this guy named uh, I want to say his name correctly, and I hope I'm doing that. Uh, Road Doll. Okay. He was a pilot in the British Air Force, and he kind of became the, the the spokesperson for gremlins. He actually wrote a couple of books, what? Uh, like uh, you know fictional books about, about yeah. gremlins. You know, like the his uh, idea of what they were and like stories. And it actually was so successful. He wrote two books. Uh -huh. The first one was a pretty good enough of a hit that Disney approached him to make a, a an animated version of his wow. book. Uh, sadly, they never got around to that because of, of copyright stuff and and whatever. Uh, and so that movie, it would have been like a like I guess uh, like a Beauty and the Beast type of okay. thing, but with gremlins, <laughs> you know, like in the in the airplane, whatever. Uh -huh. uh, but he wrote a second book, and the second book was darker in tone. It was more adult like. Uh, in that one, uh, everyone dies pretty much. <laughs> Uh, basically, the, the plot of that second book is that gremlins can't stand humans, and they're like, well, we don't like them, but we don't want to kill them, so we're just going to wait for them to kill themselves. <laughs> wow. And humans do kill themselves, you know, like after World, World War IV or five or whatever it is that he writes in the book. And then gremlins come to Earth, or, or back up to Earth, whatever, and they... But they get so depressed because humans aren't around anymore that they, they die from depression or something. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> So yeah, it's a pretty dark book if you ask me. Well, I, I probably would have liked it. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll track it down and buy a copy and maybe give it to you. All right. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's other references, of course. Uh, like I mentioned, the, the Looney Tunes episode about the Gremlins. Uh, an yeah. episode of the Twilight Zone. You know, that famous show from like the 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that skit or that episode with... Relating to Gremlins, actually starred William Shatner. Oh, cool! The famous uh, actor for Star Trek. Yeah. Among other things, but that's probably his most famous role. The Priceline commercials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and of course, the movie we're talking about today, Gremlins. But these Gremlins don't uh, cause problems in airplanes. They cause problems in general, like everywhere they go. Nice. All right. So, do you have any opinion as to everything that I've covered right now, Monica? Any comments? Yeah, well, I mean, the guy, the the drunk man, uh, the neighbor of the kid, right? Uh -huh. He mentions them and like uh, when he talks about like foreign cars or foreign stuff, right? And 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 I don't know what was wrong with his truck or his like what was he driving? He was driving like a freaking like <laughs> it was like a tractor or something, right? <laughs> yeah, and like he's talking about the freaking gremlins being in there and whatever. And then when he finally like. When they came out, you know, like he was like, "Oh, I knew they were real or whatever." You know, like he he actually makes and that guy was in the military, right, or yeah. something like. He yeah, was actually so. in World War Two. He's a uh, World War Two veteran. Yeah, that's probably yeah, and that was probably a reference to like you know the history of Gremlins or whatever. But mm -hmm. you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Like you talking about this right now, I was like, "Oh, well, maybe that's probably where they got it from, and that's why they had that character there." Yeah, so I'm actually glad you caught that reference, my friend. Yes. <laughs> I pay attention. 
<laughs> I would give you a gold star if I could put one in your forehead right now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was our academic segment. I hope you guys enjoy this little bit of information concerning gremlins, uh, their origins in the British Royal Air Force. And uh, we'll come right back with the uh, Know Thine Enemy segment in which we will talk about the gremlins in the movie specifically. Okay, Monica, so we are now in the Know Thine Enemy segment of our podcast, in which, for first-time listeners, we describe and try to classify the, the villains, in which this case happens to be the, the Gremlin army, mm-hmm. as I have come to call them collectively. <laughs> and uh, based on my uh, academically lauded, uh, inter- internationally talked about system... Oh, <laughs> System of Classification, uh, <laughs> which, by the way, you can find uh, in our website. I-, I had some problems with this. Uh, honestly, like, uh, because my, my my categories are, like, based on what I think. It's, of course, my opinion. I'm, I'm just being funny. Or, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, so, of course, if everyone thinks differently, I mean, that's that's their opinion, and they're wrong. Eh. <laughs> but, uh, like, in the system that I have, uh, I don't really have one in which these things would fit 100%. Okay. The category that I thought they would fit in the closest would be the the science based because the Mogwai happened to or, or look like some sort of like a mutated mammal. Uh huh. But they don't have magical properties. They're not like leprechauns or they're, they're, they they yeah. can't like make stuff appear. Or, you know they they don't do magic stuff. Uh huh. So in essence, they're kind of just like a like an animal. You know. Yeah. So that's why uh, they don't fall under the fantasy category or the, the, you know, the, what was it? The, the demonic supernatural category or whatever, because they don't have magical properties. They're just like a regular animal that happens to transform into a weird animal. Yeah. And you mentioned that they change their look and, and that's kind of weird too, because they go from looking like from this like furry little mammal thing to like this sort of like reptilian creature. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like saying that, that, uh, you know, a, a a rat mutates into like a gecko or something, <laughs> like. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because it's a completely different looking species. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I mean, a, a caterpillar, more, more, the caterpillar, excuse me, <laughs> turns into a butterfly after being in that cocoon for a while. So it's not impossible. But I, I just think that it's it's a, it's a radical change in appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what you think about that. I mean, yeah, and, it, and it's and I mean, it is very very similar to how the the or the butterfly comes to be too because these things like they do end up what's is it metamorphosis right uh-huh yeah word right because they go into a cocoon also yeah. basically and they just like turn into these weird crazy beings chaotic beings but mm-hmm. um yeah i mean they're not supernatural and they're not entirely evil they're just mischievous mischievous yeah uh-huh i mean i, I do their evil think some of them are evil like the stripe is evil for sure oh yeah that guy's a jerk you know he's just a, he's just a <laughs> <laughs> 
actual. That's what he <laughs> follows him, you know. But, yeah, but I, I want to say that, the, like you say, most of them just want to have a good time and just. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, like we described the bar scene earlier, they they go into this bar and they're like just smashing glasses everywhere and getting drunk and smoking cigars, <laughs> like they're basically like little frat boys. That's what they are. They're just like going crazy, like drinking a bunch and breaking things and harassing the freaking bartender. Like yes, the, the pretty bartender, mind you, which happens a lot more than you would want to in real life, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I've never hit on a bartender actually. You never what? hit on a bartender before i think really? it's uh, uh, well first of all i think i have no chance <laughs> but uh not only that but i think it's it's weird because they probably get hit on all the time oh yeah for it, sure it's kind of like hitting on a girl with a gym that's creepy like i wouldn't do that yeah yeah i mean they're just but they're just there to work out leave them alone yeah so um the origin of the the mogwai or the gremlins um what i could just you guys is that the Chinese grandpa kept uh, gizmo uh -huh. in his shop they never really explained where he got it from or where, where he came from they, they just, so I'm assuming it's some sort of Chinese animal in this universe yeah mm -hmm. you know? it's kind of like yoga you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's probably a species that's native to some remote region of China right in the universe of the movie right uh, but they do mention the, the, the three rules right yeah. Mm -hmm. Which are to not get it wet under any circumstances. Uh, to keep, right. yeah, keep it in the dark. You know, don't don't show bright lights to him or anything. Mm -hmm. And the most important one will be to not feed him after midnight. Yes, because that's when they go into that cocoon thing. Yeah. Um, what would you say is their motivation or their goal? To wreak havoc. <laughs> that's it. That's entirely it. Yeah, uh, I, that's uh, one thing that I do agree with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they do kill people sometimes. They, they kill the, like you said, the the old gentleman, the, the soldier. They killed him. They killed the teacher, I think. They, they never show him recovering. Yeah. Uh, it all, it appears that they also kill, well, of course, the lady, the, the biatch landlady. Mm -hmm. They launch her across the street with <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, I don't know, like, you see him kind of, like, torturing people, like, or, or like, like, uh, not torturing them, but, like, just getting on top of them and, like, scratching them and biting them and stuff. Yeah, their mission is to kill. <laughs> <laughs> Wreak havoc. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know what their, what their plan was. Just take over the town? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just, like, like we said, just have fun, basically. Just yeah. Mm -hmm. Have a good time. And, and their idea of a good time is to, you know, be annoying and obnoxious and reckless yeah <laughs> so uh, do you think they have any specific hints to their presence or they, they kind of just show up and start yeah tearing everything apart right they, they don't really they, they don't like beat around the bush or anything no they don't waste any time they're right to the point like let's mess things up let's break things let's uh, make things inconvenient for other people and just like tear it down basically that's all they do <laughs> <laughs> uh, like we mentioned, they don't really have any specific like powers per mm -hmm. se. Like, yeah, because they don't have like super strength or like, mm. you know, they can't like move things with their minds. No, because you see the mom killing like three or four of them by herself in her kitchen. Yeah, and it's not. It wasn't even that hard to kill them either. Nah, they're pretty stupid. Like, you know, for 
whatever it is that they are. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the lady went all badass. Though. Like she like stabbed oh, yeah. one like mm-hmm. like ten times. Like just like ah, like yeah. <laughs> and then the other one, she put in the microwave, and then she oh. tore. <laughs> oh, that was like, wow, she's a savage. Like she just like went hard on these gremlins like yeah dude and then the, the blender one too that one she has, she has on the blender yeah. thing that just the, the blood just splatters everywhere in the, the... I know. <laughs> like little gadgets that the dad made finally came in handy like <laughs> yeah you know what yeah that's that's actually right I, I hadn't thought that they all malfunctioned except for that blender <laughs> yeah it just seemed to work at the perfect moment uh i mean they, they do seem to have some sort of uh limited knowledge of human technology and language yeah because some of them say words like ha or like you know or mm-hmm. they, they laugh but they also say like you know movies or, or you know they, they have like limited speech uh, and of course they, they apparently know how to control like devices like movie projectors and yeah electricity and stuff like that chainsaws you know yeah the one thing is that the, that they have going for them is that they multiply very fast if they can get to a water source yes so you don't want to to get these guys in the rain because you're gonna have a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. The fact <laughs> that to the pool was just like, dang, that was like the worst thing that could have happened. Oh yeah, <laughs> when he goes into the, the public pool. Yeah. Um, and like we mentioned, they can be hurt by pretty much any conventional means and weapons. I mean, you can smack them in the face with a shovel and or whatever you want, and that will kill them. Yeah. You know, so it's not like you have to find a cross or like a holy, mm-hmm. like bullet or anything like that you know a silver bullet whatever extreme measures to just to murder them no they they can be murdered just like a human it's just easier because they're smaller yeah just like any like animal basically like we mentioned yeah uh the one thing that that is fatal to them for sure is sunlight though oh yeah yeah they, they can't be exposed to sunlight because they will die mm-hmm. like you saw in the end stripe gets killed by by gizmo like tearing up uh, the roof or whatever and the sunlight seeps in and you, you kind of see these stripes yeah. like like melting Mm-hmm. Kind of like Dracula, actually. Yes. All mm-hmm. right. So, so uh, overall, just a, a quick opinion of, of the Gremlin army. What do you have as far as thoughts concerning these guys? I mean, I wouldn't like to deal with them. Like, it's like if you were infested with like any type of vermin. Like, they're just annoying and <laughs> they damage things. That. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing like I mentioned is uh, they're harder to deal with if you have to deal with them in larger numbers I mean yes because one on one you should be okay just get a baseball bat or whatever and you should be able to deal with them but if there's like 40 of them yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, good luck to you and they're sneaky too they hide they creep oh so. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're pretty crafty you're right yes uh, some of them do have like personality quirks though yeah like you, like yeah, Stripe for sure is like a leader. He's the the yeah. the, the leader of the whole pack, uh, and then, uh, you see that in the bar mostly more than anything. Uh, there's like an '80s like aerobics gremlin. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because like they all seem to be boys, right? But then there's the one that was a girl, or like uh, that like had cross dressing, yeah, and became Stripe's, you know, bitch <laughs> basically. Oh yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> And then uh, the other one that, that's noteworthy to me is like the the jazzy, depressed one in the bar. Also, he's like, oh yeah, like the, the song plays, and he's like just kind of like sitting by himself. He's like smoking a cigar, like all lonely. <laughs> I was like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, except I don't smoke, but that that will be me in a bar. I I usually sit by myself and just kind of watch the band play or whatever, you know. Wow. 
So I related to that gremlin. <laughs> so uh, on the scare meter, Monica. Uh, I mean, these are charming. I mean, quote unquote charming like creatures, yeah. you know. Uh, nostalgia notwithstanding, uh, for me at least, what uh, is your rating for them on the scare meter? How many skulls? Let's go with seven because if one of those things showed up in my house, I would be scared. I'd be like, "What the hell is this creepy looking thing?" Yeah, they're scary looking, you know. Yeah, so seven. I would agree with you. I was gonna go with six, but I, I would say seven because, uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're sneaky and their strength is in numbers, obviously. Yeah. And they are kind of creepy looking. I mean, at a first glance. Yeah. Uh, but they're pretty easy to deal with you know they're not uh difficult to kill they're not like a werewolf or a vampire they have to like target specific weaknesses you know these guys just smack him in the face with a with a skillet you know and yeah. <laughs> he'll be done for you know so uh any last comments on the know that enemy segment mm -mm. i'm good all right so having said all of that uh seven and seven averages to a seven out of ten skulls in the scary meter sweet Yay, for once we're agreeing on the score. I know, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you go like super high and I go super low or the opposite happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yay, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we'll be right back with the ending segment of our podcast for tonight. Mm -hmm. Stick around for that. So that was our episode on uh, Gremlins, uh, the first of our Christmas-themed episodes. Because next one, uh, well, well, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Monica, I had uh, a lot of fun revisiting this movie. Like I said in the in the beginning, it was one of my favorite movies of all time, mm -hmm. uh, for reasons that I already explained. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's a very nostalgia-tinged movie experience for me. Mm -hmm. Because it's one of the yeah, it's one of the first movies that I remember ever watching ever in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, so like I said, every time that I see it, I, I get taken back to that time where I was like a six, seven year old kid and not caring about bills and <laughs> <laughs> ex girlfriends <laughs> and <laughs> heart hadn't been broken yet. Yeah, yeah. well, except for my kindergarten crush, she left me for some other dude. Ad, <laughs> as they all do. And it's kidding. Yeah, dude. I mean, I I wish I could remember that girl's name. Like, she was she was pretty sweet and she was really cute and everything. And and uh, she has been like my type of like female, <laughs> like because of her look. Like her her like I, I've tended to gravitate more towards girls that look like her for some reason. Okay. That's kind of I mean it's it's weird that I remember all that you know, but I can't remember her name. Yeah, it happens. You know, so that that, that, <laughs> that yeah, that's uh, anyways. Uh, the audience is okay, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go to therapy <laughs> so uh, do you have any shout outs tonight by the way um I mean just to everybody in general thank you guys for listening um and continue to listen <laughs> and send us comments suggestions anything you guys have in mind that you want to hear you know yeah yeah I want to give a shout out to ourselves at <laughs> <laughs> 
well, uh, nah, like, like, but, but just because, uh, well, especially because I mean, we, we've been working on this, you know, it's, it's, it's pleasure. I, I enjoy it a lot. You know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's not work for me. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, and little by little, we're trying to build this up for you guys. You know, the website, the YouTube playlist, you know, our, our episodes, uh, which we have taken some of your suggestions into account. You know, we've changed formats a little bit. We are preparing more stuff for you on the way. Uh, so yeah, little by little, it's getting to where you have uh, pointed us, you know, in that direction, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, but it, it's happening slowly, but it's happening. So don't worry, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to ourselves for putting up with all the fan mail. Ah. <laughs> uh, reminder to the audience, so we do have our uh, social media pages. Um, our Facebook is under Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. Our Instagram is under Myths Behind LGDS. Our Twitter is Myths Behind LGDS, and you can also email uh, email us at MythsBehindLegends at gmail.com. Okay, and our Linktree is also under Myths Behind LGDS on Linktree. And our unofficial slash official website, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Myths hyphen Behind hyphen Legends dot MailChimpSites.com, and that's one thing that I, I I'll update periodically. Like uh, I mean, every maybe like once a month, I'll I'll be updating that because uh, I don't want to update like every time we do an episode because that's kind of like eh, you know. But <clears throat> but uh, if anything else changes, I'll let you guys know as, as soon as I can through either or Facebook or any other social media. Uh, if there's a, a major update that's happening, I'll, I'll post on that. But for now. I'm thinking like, ah, eh, maybe once a month is enough to kind of just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tweak it up a little bit here and there. Maybe add some pictures, maybe a couple of links here and there. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, we are looking into merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, maybe in the next few weeks, we can have that sorted out for you guys. Uh, we're thinking of shirts, keychains, maybe stickers, etc. So I don't want to give out all the surprises, but that's uh, <laughs> some of the things we have been thinking about. So... Uh, do you have any final comments, Monica? Anything else to say about this movie before we sign off for tonight? I just find the career as an inventor very hard to believe. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, the conventions he was going to were just really, really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you brought that up, uh <laughs> well, first of all, none of his inventions seem to work. So how does this guy make money? Well, they mentioned that. Well, that that one guy, his coworker, says he's the one. The Billy is the one supporting his whole family, basically, from his bank job. The son, right? Yeah, the son, because his dad doesn't make any money from the stuff that he and 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 every time he tried to sell something or like try to like it was very gimmicky, you know, like and it was like. Uh, <laughs> Again, with his pitch, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I yeah, just, cause... I just, I saw it and I was just like, man, the fact that he still believed in himself, I give him props for that, you know, because he was still like going at it and he was like, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Monica, don't be a hater, but it's just like, really, bro, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I see what you're saying though, it, it does get kind of like a little, like, eh, okay, dude, yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah superlo, eh. 
Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Get over it, you know. <laughs> and Get the, a real job. Yeah, then the other thing, since you mentioned the conventions, yeah, like these people are creating like robots, and he's got like a little like shaving buddy thing, whatever. Yeah, like. What? Like this little, like a Swiss army thing where we're like with like a toothbrush and a razor. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, so uh, he's competing against robots that like pick people up and take them places. And stuff. <laughs> so, like, yeah, dude, I don't think that's gonna work for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode, Monica. It's, it's been one of my favorites. <laughs> Thank well, you. I like all our episodes so far. Yes, but this was, this was, <laughs> fix was very nostalgic, so it was fun. Yeah, and uh, the next episode we're doing, you want to do the hint for that? It's going to be something to do with the holidays, right? Yeah, so this one that we're doing next, it, yeah, it is in the holidays. It's very, it's very festive. Um, and basically, um, it's a, it's a story about what happens when you give up hope in Christmas. Chan, chan, chan. <gasps> you know, that could go in different directions so that that could actually confuse some people out there because, uh, there's a couple of stories like that have that theme. Well, let's just say that this one is Santa's evil twin. We'll just go with that. Chan, chan, chan. Well, that just, just give it away. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a screw mystery, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, but uh, that's going to be our Christmas special uh, after this Gremlins episode mm-hmm. airs. Uh, so hopefully you guys stick around for that. In the meantime, I hope you have a great evening, morning, late night, uh, whatever it is you're doing. Be careful. Be safe. <laughs> uh, wear protection. Yeah. <laughs> Face mask, you dirty yeah. scoundrels. Of COVID. <laughs> so, uh, until then, have a good one. Bye.